You are listening to the e-commerce marketing school presented by Privy and Triple Whale. I'm your host, Val Geisler. Stacy Bishop, thank you for joining us on the e-commerce marketing school today. You are so welcome. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, we dub you a guest professor today here at e-commerce marketing school. Uh, so you can uh, put that in your bio and uh the goal today, what we need your expertise on, uh, you are a well-rounded e- email marketer, um, and we could talk about email for probably two hours, but this isn't that kind of show. Um, so we're going to focus on one specific area of email and something that uh, I have seen you do really well. So uh, for those of you listening, Stacy leads e- email marketing for Kuru Footwear. And what I have seen Kuru do really well is abandon carts. Um, and I want to talk through strategy, implementation, the way you think about abandon carts. I mean, you know, anyone can go into like Shopify or BigCommerce or wherever they house their website and turn on the abandon cart flow and call it good, right? Like, I think that's kind of foundational, right? That's a maybe pre 101 level uh, education. And then 101 is maybe I'm going to customize that a little bit um, or move it into my ESP. But um, I want to hit like the 201 level. Like what is, what do we do next? After we, we all know we need an abandoned cart, but what's a good way to think about abandoned carts? Is it just like, Hey, we're, this is the most profitable email we'll send. So let's just make sure we send it. What's the plan? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely that 101 level is there's obviously a lot of opportunity with abandoned cart. You have people that have a high intent um, to purchase. You, you know, we all shop online and you don't usually put something in your cart unless you're really serious about it. So the next level of that is what are they putting in their cart? And depending on your technology, um, pulling in that dynamic field of the thing they specifically abandoned in their cart, it's just a reminder of, oh, yeah, I really like that product. And I liked it well enough to stick it in my cart. And then I forgot or I got distracted or I walked away. So understanding that people oftentimes will shop and leave and, and kind of come back to it later. And really, the, the purpose of abandoned cart is like, by the way you know, don't forget that you were really interested in this product. And so not only customizing messaging, so you're talking to them like, I see that you liked this. Here's what it was you were looking at. Um, Don't forget to come back. Um, So that's kind of like that next level of card abandonment is finding ways that within your tech stack or your, your capabilities of creating that dynamic, pulling that image in, pulling that information in from their cart and adding it to the email because we're all goldfish right like we are so easily distracted we have a very short attention span um do you think like i a lot of times i see the approach of abandoned cart is like hey in case you forgot do you think people actually forget that they were shopping like what's some good kind of prompts that that you've used that maybe aren't quite often seen in the world of abandoned cards. Like we get as consumers, we've gotten enough abandoned cards where they start to become rote, you know? 
Yeah, they do a little bit. And so, you know, some of it's knowing your audience. So Kuru footwear were shoes. And so, you know, the messaging is more, hey, your feet need these. Or, you know, help your feet feel better or that sort of a thing. Or, or you know, there's an element of don't forget because we do, we lose track of things. You know, like you said, we're all, all goldfish or squirrels or however you want to approach it. And so, you know, the other thing I, I would say, so would be timing and adding a second email to your abandoned cart at a minimum. Um, because, you know, people might not have time 30 minutes later. So that's kind of the standard is 30 minutes after they abandoned their cart or their checkout is that first trigger. But then what if they just got really busy the rest of the day and tomorrow you send another email of, hey, you, these are still in your cart. Come back, take a look, you know, check out what else we have. Maybe this isn't quite what you're looking for. Here's some other, you know, other ways to shop kind of a thing. So I, I think that layering on that second email, and I even have a series that's five emails long, bring a ban and check out. Um, so there's definitely layers of messaging and talking to your customers where they are. Yeah. Do you find people get four or five emails into that flow? Yep. When we launched it, I was, I was super skeptical. Um, but the fifth email converts as well as the third email. Wow. So people get busy, you know? Yeah. And it's just, and two, when you do a longer, it's like, what, what value are you adding? You know, is it, maybe it's education. Maybe they don't know your brand very well. Maybe it's reviews. You need to layer in some of that social proof from other people that have had a good experience with your brand. And so pulling in some different aspects to if somebody's like, I just don't know. I don't know if I want to. Um, and price point also plays part of that. Um, Cougar is a little bit higher price point. And so sometimes we got to tip that decision over the edge a little bit by including more value. Yeah. Or uh, explaining the why behind your pricing or something. Uh, so, so it's not five emails of don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. <laughs> it's different content in each one. Absolutely. Yeah. Will you walk us through it? What does that, that flow look like? Yeah, for sure. Let me put it here. So I'm not looking to my side. I've got multiple screens <laughs> in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think like that's, we get into this habit of just, let's just remind, remind, remind. Um, I, I was talking with uh, Sarah Mori from uh, Curie and she was, we were talking about adding a personal touch into your emails and in their abandoned cart, it's a text-based email from her sister who runs their customer support team. And it's basically like, hey, hey, Stacy, um, I, you know, I saw you were checking out some of our deodorants and a lot of people have questions when they're switching over to a natural deodorant. And I'm a real person. If you hit reply, I will talk back to you. And, uh, you know, if you're wondering about a favorite scent, this is mine. Um, and it's just really personal. And they were, they, Sarah was sharing how that is very compelling from a consumer's point of view, it's something that they don't normally get. It's not just a reminder, but it's um, that value add, like you said. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, I should have turned up my notifications. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I, 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 yeah, I think that's awesome. Like that personalization really, um, you know, really drives people. 
Um, yeah, so just looking looking through our flow, you know, the first one's kind of your standard. You know, you left these in your cart, you're missing, you know, come on back. Um, and But we start adding in, um, you know, social proof in the very first one. So it's over seven out of 10 customers experience pain relief within four weeks while wearing Kuru's. So that's in the first abandon. So, mm-hmm. and the next one is like, there's nothing to lose, everything to gain. That's still pretty straightforward. Um, you know, again, that dynamic image, here's what you put in your carts, um, just reminding people. After that, as it gets more spread out, because those are the first like 30 minutes and then 24 hours. And then the next one is 24 hours later. And this one is very much, what are people saying? It's customer reviews. It's, um, you know, really that really heavy on the social proof. And it's, um, you know, the subject line is come back and put you in the shoe. Um, so it's a little bit, you know, less direct, but more informative, more of that social proof. And then the next one that's two days later, we get more educational the further we get in. So the next one is a checklist essentially of what Cougar shoes are designed to do. So it talks about our technology that makes us different. It talks about all of the different ways that we design shoes that sets us apart from our competitors. And then again, it pulls in that shoe and is like, hey, here's what you put in your cart. What are you waiting for? Um, and then the final one is, is very much, um, it's even more in depth into the technologies. We've got a technology piece that goes into a lot of our emails that explain you know, what our ultimate insole is, what the Kurosol is, what, you know, what are the other benefits that you're getting by purchasing this shoe? Um, and so there's an element in each email of here's what you left in your cart, but they get more educational and more social proof the further down it goes. And some of that is designed that way because we know that we have a higher price point on our products. And a lot of people, like, it's a bigger decision when you're spending 150 bucks versus 20. So knowing knowing your audience and understanding how they think about your brand, you know, what value you can provide them in that email um, really makes a difference between how it's going to convert in the, in the short term and the long term. So what I didn't hear you say that most brands are doing and seeing like abandoned cart equals discount code. So I didn't hear you say anything about discount. So we, I have two abandoned cart uh, e- email flows. One is triggered by checkout abandonment, and one is triggered by cart abandonment, which seems like the same thing, right? But what's the difference? The, so one is a Shopify trigger. So like you said in the beginning, you've got that Shopify. We're tied into Shopify, so I utilize that trigger as well as your standard um, checkout abandonment. So it's very similar, but with the Shopify, we have a shorter flow and we do actually have an incentive, but we A-B test all of Mm -hmm. our incentives. Mm -hmm. So I have an email. The first one is your standard, here's what you left in your cart. The second one is the, you either get the incentive and it's a gift with purchase, get a free pair of socks with your purchase or 
you just, it's the standard, hey, you forgot something in your cart, you know, but there is that additional value add in both of those emails. Uh, why should you buy Kuru? Hmm. Okay. And so abandoned cart is where they have gotten to the point where they add their email address, that you have that email address, they have something in their cart and they haven't yet gotten to the checkout page. But oh, abandoned yes. checkout is they've like entered the, they've kind of gone through that like shop pay process. Is that um, right? So yeah, let me just, I'm double checking. So I misspoke a little bit. Um, the Shopify is added to cart in shop, okay. like in Shopify. And that's the long flow. Okay. Um, the cart abandonment is kind of your, just double checking, is when they started checkout, mm -hmm. but they didn't get quite to the point where they were going to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. So they do like the enter their email address, maybe see what if I got free shipping or not. Um, and But I didn't put in my credit card details yet or link to my one of many forms of payment. Right. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Um, awesome. So uh, breaking down those two very different experiences, different levels of intent to purchase, right? Correct. Do yeah. you think every brand should do that? Or is there like, is one of them better than the other? If you're going to just do one? Um, you know, I think, uh, again, it depends on your product and price point. Um, for us, us, the educational piece is super important for somebody trying to make that decision of that first purchase. Um, for other brands, it may not be the same. And so a shorter flow, um, you know, might make more sense. Uh, I, Like I said, I was skeptical when we launched the long one because I was like, I don't know how well this is going to do. But what we've seen over time is that first-time career customers need that education. So it's important for us. Um, yeah, so I think it really depends. You know your brand, know your customers. That's the uh, the classic email answer is it depends, right? Like that's everyone we talk to about email, that's the answer. Uh, I And it's true though. And um, to that point, like for an abandoned cart, you've talked about all these different types of content we can put in, not just reminder, reminder, reminder. So where do you go to get inspiration for that content? Um, how do you know? Again, depends on the brand, but every brand can probably go to a few different sources to find what content they should put in. Oh, man. Yeah, I would say I obnoxiously sign up for newsletters um, for anybody that's like, sign up for my newsletter for email marketing ideas. <laughs> yeah. Um, because that's where I get a lot of my ideas. There's also, I can't remember the um, website, but there's a, a web, uh, there's a few websites where you can go to that essentially collect brands' emails. Yeah, um, really, really good emails, mail charts, those kind of places. There you go. Yeah, okay. really good emails. Cool. So sometimes if I'm just like, I, I know I need something new or fresh, or I need to see what other brands that are in yeah. my same um, industry, what are they doing? Those are good places to kind of source ideas yeah. um, and see what your competitors are doing. What about the content itself, the, like educational content? Um, I think sometimes, particularly when we're like very small brands where maybe one, one, two, three person shop, you feel like you, it's that thing that like you and I as email marketers, things that come easily to us, 
seem obvious to us or not to other people. And so we do that with products too. We have this like, oh, well, I I know why we charge this much for this shoe. And so right. it should seem obvious. How do you know what questions your customers have? Talk to customer support. If you're doing customer support yourself, write down the questions that you get all the time. If there are consistent questions that every time somebody calls, you can guarantee it's going to be one of half a dozen questions. That content should be in an email. Ahead of like get ahead of the customer support. Tell, yeah. Go to customer support and say, hey, I want to save you a ton of time and tickets. How does that sound? Let's talk. Like let's spend 30 minutes. What do you yeah. hear? What are people saying? What are they asking? What yeah. you know, if they call and they're like, Well, I don't know if I want to buy, what do you tell them? What what is your script? What are their concerns? What's you know? And yeah, customer support is a great place to start. Yeah. Abandoned cart is really about breaking down those uh, barriers to purchase, right? Like what is it that's stopping them? And sometimes it might just be a reminder, uh, you know, they were in the middle of checking out and the doorbell rang and the dog started barking and they, or, you know, so they had to put their phone down and... Um, or, oh gosh, the thing that happens so often where, and we do this to ourselves as marketers, we um, direct them to their email inbox and then they just get like, and they're gone forever. <laughs> yep. Now, now they're in their inbox. So uh, if you do have a discount code situation, just auto apply it in your cart. <laughs> um, it's, so they, it's they don't easier. have to go. Yeah. They don't get lost in their uh, inbox. But um, beyond that, it sounds like the... The real way to think about abandoned cart is what are the barriers to entry? What are the barriers to purchase? And how do we get past those? Um, all like it depends on who your customers are, what the product is. Uh, it does. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that the same principles apply in in the world of SMS? Like I know a lot of people are approaching SMS abandoned carts too. So that's, that was one of the things that I put down on my notes was leverage SMS. Yeah. Um, if you have the ability to know where your where your customers prefer to get their messaging, then leverage that as well. Um, so I have it set up so I know if people prefer SMS over email right. and they will get the browse abandonment SMS and it converts, it converts quite well. Some people don't want to go to their email. They just want to text and it's like on my phone, they click on it. They finish it up. It's easy. It's right there. Yeah. Um, so we've found that to be a very successful tactic. How do you know which they prefer? Is it just from their actions or do you ask them? Mm -hmm. um, we don't ask them. It's based on their how they interact with each channel. So it's it's not necessarily 100% correct. But, <laughs> um, you know, if they tend to, if they interact more with their SMS that we send on a regular basis on our emails, then we're going to hit them there. Yep. Vice versa, if they interact with email more than SMS or aren't signed up for SMS, right? Yeah. Not sure. everybody wants that interruptive, you know. Um, so if if that's the case, then they'll get the the email abandonment flow. Cool. I I feel like there's a ton more that we can cover just on abandoned cards, um, and go into the world of the rest of automated emails and. Uh, we might have to have you come back and do another episode with us on some other automated flows. But I, I really, I, I think there's tons of good takeaways here that 
if nothing else, um, go look at your abandoned cart flows and see, am I just telling them, come back, come back, come back, come back? Are you making it about you or are you providing education and um, breaking down barriers and addressing pain points and making it about them so that they come back, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good summary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, go, you know, listeners, like go look at your abandoned cart flows. Um, let us know, you know, what what changes you're making, uh, how you might be updating things. Little tweaks can make a big difference. So if you have one abandoned cart email, add two more. Take 30 minutes this afternoon and do it. And um, we're I'm just excited to hear what comes out of that because I think uh, some listeners are going to have huge results from making a few adjustments based on your expert in information here today. Stacey, thank you so much. Um, yeah, where, for sure. If people want to follow up with you, ask you a question or come find you and um, say hi and thanks for the episode, where can they find you? Um, probably the best place would be on Twitter. Um, okay. I don't I don't have a personal website right now. I had one and it <laughs> crashed. Um, so just, you know how it goes. Uh, yeah. Twitter is Stacy's underscore desk. I believe. Yes, you are. Stacy's, yep. Stacy with a S A underscore, S T A C E Y S underscore desk on Twitter. Um, so let us know what you thought of the episode, uh, what you're doing with your abandoned carts, and how we can help. Thanks for being here, yeah. Stacy. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Val. All right, class, make sure you're subscribed to e commerce marketing school. And huge favor if you hear an episode you love, please take two minutes to leave a review. With Privy, anyone can be a marketer. Simple, intuitive email and SMS marketing that drives real results without the complexity. And before I go, a special shout out to Triple Whale. E-commerce marketing school is now part of the Triple Whale podcast network. Triple Whale helps you easily manage and automate analytics, attribution, merchandising, forecasting, and more in the palm of your hand. Check them out by scheduling a demo today.